This episode is brought to you by Tabletop Dominion, purveyors of handmade dice and artisan gaming accessories. Why not head over to tabletopdominion.com and use the code BELLOW to enjoy 10% off your order. Who knows, maybe you will find your very own blue dice of power. Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. Just Mike here this time. I hope you're enjoying the multi-stranded whatever. Quite why Paul decided that Scaly wasn't going to go with the others. I do not know. It's extremely inconvenient. But anyway, we're going to pick the story back up in Evenstar this week. As always, uh, ratings and reviews are extremely welcome on your podcast app of choice. Or look for us on Good Pods or email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com or find us on social media. You know all of the details for that. That's it. Let's get on with episode 147 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Just a passing glance. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Hello, everyone. Hello. Um, Hello. Anybody want to recap where we are from last time? Roll the dice. Recap. Oh, we're thinking of... It's the shortest of short straws. Should I roll a dice? Yeah, go on, do it. Yes. Okay, looking around the table from my left to my right, rolling a d10. (laughs) Getting a three. Graham! Oh, okay. Um, Thank fuck for that. Catch us up on what happened last week. We were in the casino. um, and Dice and Desire, Casino and Pleasure House. Yep. And... Uh, we were trying to get into the main office. Buggy, I think, um, did something with this big fog cloud, which meant for most of this time we couldn't see anything. Then there was another fog cloud. Dust. Yes. We definitely um, yep. killed a member of the Ouch Splinters who killed the casino host, or at least seriously tried, dam- to. tried yep. to. We healed her. There were a couple yes. of them got away. And then at the end, I think we got another one of these quasit visitations from old Cuthbert. However, I think we cunningly planned to take the battle to them. Yes, I think you had a moment of resolution, which was that maybe it's time to take these people on. The sanity of that idea, I think, is something that we will explore later. As things (laughs) currently stand, you're mostly in this admin office at the back of the casino. The recovering Fortuna, who is the casino proprietor, is there. The headless form of Malaby Splinter Skull, who is obviously some ouch splinter enforcer or captain or something, is lying on the floor. His head is impaled on a spike outside the casino for all to see. <laughs> Parker and Sessions are in there too. Keshia, who's one of the pit bosses, is also in there. There were two odd characters last time. This is the recap of the recap that I always do, I know. We're calling them Mr. Grey and Mr. Green, but maybe they were the same person or the same thing. Apparently, two twin tieflings, one of whom transformed into a raven through whatever magic or sorcery, we're not sure, and darted through the open window of the office, but was trapped in a force bubble by Burple. The other one was left behind, but in all of the smoke and confusion, by the time that all cleared, both of them vanished. And then as um, Graham pointed out, the last thing that happened was that a Quasit popped into existence and speaking in Cuthbert's voice said, I think we have a bit of a problem, or words to that effect. That's where we left things. This Quasit regards you all and says, uh, I know we're old friends, and because we're old friends, 
I can be very tolerant. But really, it's best if you don't try and stand in front of me whilst I'm trying to realise my ambitions. And I really would appreciate it if you weren't to kill any more of my people. Well, I don't think they should really be menacing innocent casino owners. Innocent? <laughs> well, well, my dear Burple, that is uh, one perspective that is out there. I don't think I need to take lessons from any of you on the treatment of innocence. Really? You are hardly pillars of virtue in that kind of thing, now are you? Really? I think the we just... Being, oh, um, lovely to see you, Sessions, again. Very lovely, lovely to see you. See we you. just would like our money back, please. Oh, there's gems, there's trinkets. Um, well, one of them burple through the floor, if you remember. And the other one I won fair and square through that slightly strange method we have in agreeing who gets what. So I'm not sure entirely how I owe you anything. Mm -hmm. However, if you would like those two little trinkets back, I'd be delighted to give them to you as a, as a symbol of our friendship to smooth things over. I mean, we used to be comrades. We used to go adventuring together. It was great fun, and I'd be delighted to give them back to you. Would you like them back? It would be simplicity itself to get them sent to you immediately. Minus any magical tracking. Oh, oh the tracking. <laughs> yes, the tracking, that tracking. Uh, tracking. Um, uh, yes, um, we will, uh, yes, I, I, yes, I can do that without the tracking. And also, um, another gesture of goodwill will we'll remove all the tracking on Alessandra's items as well. And um, you'll, leave, you'll leave this casino and its people alone. Ooh, uh, that's, um, you must understand, Purple, in, in matters like that, and, let you know, in in my new job, as it were, <laughs> um, one has to maintain a, a certain level of, I'm sure you understand, this visibility. Yeah, yeah I agree. Maybe, uh, if I could, uh, Mm, the right perception about the people whom I'm trying to keep in line. If I could do that, then perhaps we could do something with that. Is, uh... The Quasit looks around the room. Oh, there you are. Fortuna. Oh, hello. I think we've been a little bit heavy-handed, haven't we? Uh, perhaps we could come up with something. Things have been set in motion. I've uh, possibly got some people on their way, so a decision needs to be made. Do I need to stop them? <laughs> What do you think? Well, you tell me. We've given you the terms. We want the two gems minus the tracking, plus you leave this casino and all its people alone. Ah, Burple, you see, I was thinking that uh, perhaps I need to get an undertaking from you. I need something done. The situation is that I have a problem in Frostanger. It's Zeech. He won't talk to me. Oh, <laughs> And my little network of informers has told me that you might be attending his little gala later this week. No, I think you're barking up the wrong tree there. Okay, well, perhaps oh, there's nothing to be done know. then. Uh, but if you're in a position well, carry to help on, me... Carry on, carry on. You see, the way that it works is that there is a market for a certain commodity that I deal with that I would like to continue to run smoothly. I need to talk to a couple of people in Frostanger. Smegaboo Hadley, she is the... Head of the Thieves Guild in Frostanger. Uh -huh. She had a long-standing uh, agreement with, um, how do we say, my predecessors. 
but she doesn't seem very keen to deal with me. Oh, really? I mm. did recently uh, speak to my distant cousin Alessandra about a kind of outreach activity to try and smooth the waters. But uh, yes, uh, Alessandra. How hmm. is Alessandra, by the way? No longer with us. Uh, by all accounts, you guys don't look after each other that well now, do you? Really? I think I saved her life about five times. Mm. Well, Burple, uh, she was alive. She then hung out with you lot, and uh, now she isn't. Yeah. It's a bit like your relatives. Well, we were quite interested in the manner of How which she aunt, disappeared after she died. Seriana? Mm. From a particular perspective, I reckon she's absolutely fine. <laughs> ah, as is Alessandra. Ah, Alessandra, yes. Uh, with us, you see, this whole life and death thing, it's not quite so uh, black and white an affair. I think, I think if you were to come here, we, we'll see how the whole life-death thing works. <laughs> really? I don't think so. No. <laughs> now, and back to Zeech, I really would like to speak to him, and obviously I can't do directly, so if you do go to the gala and you have the opportunity to have a chat with him, get some FaceTime with him, and mm -hmm. just impress upon him how I would love to have a chat with him, uh, smooth the waters, clear things up. Yes? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah. Oh, marvellous. Well, there we have it, you see. There's the deal. If you could uh, do a bit of diplomacy for me, mm -hmm. I'd be prepared to um, give Fortuna here... Hello again, Fortuna. <laughs> a bit more free reign in how she runs the business. And we will pull back from our um, entirely legal, I might point out, attempts to purchase the casino. And we'll clear all this up and leave you alone Sorry, for the in, remainder in which, of the time. In which uh, world was slitting somebody's throat legal? Oh, Malaby. He was always a little heavy-handed, wasn't he? Did he did work for you, though, didn't he? Well, yes, in a really sense up, he does. does. Killing people, Purple. Are you going to lecture me about yes. killing people? <laughs> oh, that would be an interesting but very short lecture, don't you think, yeah. Purple? Who, who, have I, uh, who have I killed? Oh, this is getting tedious. Where do we start? I mean, I mean that you? boy, that little boy back in Diamond Lake. If you just looked at the signs, that little boy would still well, be alive. Did, we, did I kill him? I was the one who rescued him. Did you? Did you rescue him? Ooh. How did that work out? Well, absolutely I did. Seems like he's dead, though, doesn't it? So you didn't really rescue him, did you? I did, and it was one pretty, of the last altruistic work. acts I ever committed. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, if there's somebody who wants to start a fight, be in a fight, take a fight to somebody, do anything to do with a fight, it uh, tends to be you, doesn't it, Burple? It does it. Perhaps you should take a moment to look inside yourself and discover mm. the truth. Anyway, do we have a deal? Time is ticking away. Well, I don't think you've really committed to your side of the bargain. I don't think you've committed. You said you would pull back a little. What does that mean? Yeah. It sounds to me like we don't no, have a deal. It does, doesn't it? And the quasit disappears. Okay, so what are we going to do then? Graham. Any ideas? Graham. Thank you. Graham, you're, you had a mansion spell or whatever it was. You had your... Oh, retreat spell. Did you oh, learn yeah. mm. uh, No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, no. You know, I hadn't remembered we still to got memorize a that one. 
Have we still got a scroll from Marcus Doombringer? Uh, I don't think so, no. You used the second one to get yourself back from the Spire of Long Shadows. We may have miscalculated. So, do we... T- <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I am quite low on... I've got a sixth level spell but left, but otherwise I'm quite low on uh, decent well, spells. Either we wait here for them to come to us, or we go to them, don't we? Or we go somewhere else. Well, I... Illigos, my point Illigos about spells, a house in town? She mm. might do. My point about mentioning spells is that if we're going to take on the out splinters, we probably need to be fairly uh, well rested. I'm, for, I'm fine for hit points and stuff. I need to, a rest to get fifth and seventh level spells. Otherwise, I'm pretty good for spells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you can fit in my bag of holding, I can then melt the stone for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> can't breathe that long in the bag of holding. I think you just, but you can't breathe when you melt it into stone. I think it just, uh, time stops. I don't know. I don't what happens. think it does. Air's mm, not going to run out you, while you're in stone. I suppose you're I, in an extra mm, dimension of space and stone. Oh, we'd have to have a look at that. I get your, I kind of see where you're going with that, Johnny. It's a question of whether or not they would be treated as a possession. I think there is still a living creature that's in the bag of holding. Mm-hmm. Does it say that you can take a willing creature with you? X no, number of you, creatures. Yeah, yourself and all your equipment you carry. Yeah, I don't know that that counts. But this way, if you had a ferret, not in a bag of holding, I don't know why I picked a ferret, just in a pouch that was on your belt and you went melded into stone, don't know that the ferret would be okay. Don't know that your animal companion or your familiar would be okay. I'm not certain. We'd have to dig around in the spell text. I just don't want to miss, you know, give you a sense that that's definitely going to work. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't Also, you say. can't fit everybody in the bag of holding. It's only four foot by four foot by four foot. You could get a couple of people in there, perhaps. I wonder what's going on underneath the arena. Mm-hmm. We could maybe hang out somewhere down there. They wouldn't look. They wouldn't find us there. Well, it depends how how this tracking well, works. I'm assuming if it's like most D and D, if it's it's blocked by a certain amount of stone or whatever, so I'm sure they can't track it through rock. Do you see what I mean? So you got a dimension door. I have a dimension door. Yeah. Uh, do we need a couple? Or? I have. Yeah, yeah. Graham's got dimension door. I've got three dimension doors. But do we don't know how far off from the cellars we are, do we? No, we'd have to head down, the, you know, go somewhere. Mm. But we can dimension door somewhere five hundred feet away. We can fly. I mean, there's plenty of plenty of things mm-hmm. we could be doing. Yeah, to to get out, yep. get out of here, get out of immediate uh, danger. Where are we on the map? On the big map. In, in the main map, should we go and have a look? Should we have a look That's at the main map? Might question. That would be nice. Yes. When we discover that the um, Outsplinter Mansion is right next door. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is in the gardens <laughs> of the yeah. Outsplinter Mansion with outbuildings all yeah. around it. Here's the, the thing is roll for initiative. Thing is, <laughs> no, you, you've been shrunk down. Yeah. Right. It's just a to toy house. To the size of grains of rice. This entire scene is taking place in Cuthbert's yeah. codpiece. I don't know why I said codpiece. Okay. Well, not do I. Slightly disturbing image, that. Let's never go there again. <laughs> Cuthbert's codpiece. Even star. Go. Let's have a look at where we are. Yeah. You are in the Paths Probability in Lyard, near the D of Lyard on the map. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. The arena is the giant arena-shaped thing mm-hmm. over on the... Um, Western edge of the city, near the uh, cliffs. Is there a scale on this map? Your rangefinder should work. 1.7 meters. <laughs> Mile. Miles. 1.7 miles. M. Okay. Miles. Yeah, M. 
So we're not in Switzerland now, Lucas. And the arch splinters are all the way up here. Yeah. The arch splinters are in Old Bridgetown, which is the very northeastern lobe of the city, right on the river. And presumably About we two could, miles away. There are a couple of miles north. We could presumably go back and use the hideout that the um, doppelgangers had. The sodden hold. Didn't we oh, yeah. effectively work that. out that that was sort of like our thing now because nobody else really knew about it? That's right. About it, though. Doesn't necessarily know that we're going to yeah, go there. But, yeah, but he knows I we mean, know what it. I'm wondering is whether maybe this might be useful for the uh, for the casino staff if they're feeling that they're, they're under threat. Where was that? They could go anywhere, really. They're not going to find us. It's a big town. They've got, if they've got tracking here on near our... the, by the bridge, it's here by the secret... Have they got tracking? Here somewhere? Mm-hmm. Well, he says they do. Um, well, the first what? thing to do, why don't you Alessandra's put all of items. the terms into the bag mm-hmm. of holding? There's a couple of things. There is a gem in Parker's possession. It's in his handy haversack. But I it's thought, the last of the three gems. But I thought that we removed that curse when we were at Marcus Doombringers. Not at Marcus Doombringers, no. I'm just trying was to remember it? whether or not you had anything done by Elegos. I've yes. got a fe- weird feeling that you discussed it, uh, but you didn't do it. But whatever. Hmm. And then you've got the items that used to belong to Alessandra, of Cuthbert implied, well, more than implied, in your argument, conversation, whatever it was, negotiation, that they have been marked somehow. Well, we'll just put those in the bag of holding. Extra-dimensional space, they won't be able to detect. I think it's the bow of the east wind. Yeah. The elven the boots. boots of the elven yeah. kind. There's yeah, a periapt of... Wind closure. Yeah. Yeah, happy to... We established a while ago that they weren't in the bag of holding. We had a conversation about what yeah, was well, and we wasn't in the bag in of holding. Now. Yeah, okay, I mean, we'll put them in part of my thinking. Anywhere. Put those in the bag of holding. All the things we yeah, think. On the understanding that the bag of holding stops any kind of tracking. Yep. Yeah. On the well, where did it, does Elikos not have a house somewhere in... Um, she does. It's on the map next to... In the Nine Deeps. It's on yeah. the map. Yes, it's um, actually relatively close. It's sort of... The hell? Yeah, it's here. Here. On the journey, it's basically in between you and the stadium, kind of quite near the stadium, in Nine Deeps, which is the high-status district. Yeah. <laughs> so, first thing we do, we put the stuff in the bag of holding. Have you got a dimension door, Mike? Uh, Chrome, even. I have, but I really don't feel I can yeah, that you use it. What are you saying to Fortuna? Well, she's basically grabbing papers out of her desk and looking around frantically, grabbing stuff, looking like somebody who wished she had a you know, go bag, go bag, go bag. Yeah, I and think it looks we like should she just tell wants her to not be the there in, in a minute's time. So I will tell her about our hideout. No, no, don't well, tell I her about we... the hideout. We will. Why not? I, 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 I don't want think to we know. go to the hideout. Cuthbert knows about it. He'll expect us to go there, won't he? He doesn't know about the stuff under the stadium, doesn't he? No, he never did any of that exploring. You know, the sewer or whatever it was. I think you mean the contest, the Cenobi. Yeah, Cenobi. Cuthbert went his own way long before you entered the games. Yeah, but well, say long before knew about all that stuff, didn't he? But he, we met him. Well, yeah, of course. Well, everybody so, knows about it, Lucas. It's not like a secret place. Everybody who's ever participated in the games and all of the people that work in the stadium know about the Cenobi and the caves connected. They may not know about the far recesses of the sewers and stuff that you can reach from there but it's not a secret 
hideout. That doesn't mean that it's not a great place to hide. No, it just means that it's the, not the like passage it's... between there and Rachnian's house. Use Rachnian's house abandoned. Yep. I don't think you'll look for us in Rachnian's house. This is a this is a quick fire conversation that you're having. You can't hear the sound of hooves, by the way. Hooves. You can't hear the sound of people rushing and approaching. I don't see what's wrong with telling Fortuna and Kesia about the hideout. I'm happy to go with the majority. I think they should hide wherever they would naturally hide. And then we just need to decide whether we stand and fight or regroup. It is a bit of shame that Scaly isn't here. As Johnny said, we're a man down, basically. You're a dragon down. A dragon down. Not really his fight. Yes, it is. If he's part of a party. He has no history. I think we head towards Elagos's house. Okay. On foot? From there, we could probably right. get down to the scene. It'd be quite well, easy. Well, do whatever we can agree upon, basically. Um, okay. I'm just wondering about... With Dimension Door, I can carry one person. Graham can carry one person. That's four of us. How many of us are there? Four, four of, of you. So we oh. could Dimension Door 500 feet away. But the question is, do we take... What's her face with us? Fortuna. Fortuna. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I do feel a certain amount of... The two of them have left mm. the office. No, I'm saying, to, I'm saying, uh, look, leaving the, you, uh, telling her discussing. to wait before she goes. I'm saying, look, I don't think I've got time to wait, and I don't want to get involved in whatever it is you have with him. I really no, but don't. You're, invo- you're just... involved. It's not. It's not through our design. We didn't intend for any of this to happen. We turned up in your. <laughs> she kind of looks around at the. She sort of gestures <laughs> from at the, the head, head on, on the, the spike. <laughs> and the dead and the headless body of the guy, and the smoke still clearing from the office. And he's like, really? Really? Okay, well, I, I do tend to um, travel anyway. with some, um, let's say, less than um, sparkling intelligence people. What? <laughs> the subtlety of an of a ice ball. Look, I have I no get... idea who you are, apart from the fact that your faces are on but, a poster. But Kesha knew who we were. And I just need to get out of here because I reckon I've got about two or three minutes before his goons turn up and I can't be around for that. But hold on. Okay. And I don't, why, don't and you, I, why don't you depart, sign over the casino to us, and once we've dealt with yeah. the outsplinters, yeah. we'll sign I don't back think to I have a casino to sign over to anybody. Well, in which case, what, uh, you, what have you got to lose? Yeah. We will, if it's owned well, by but, us, but, we will defend it, and then when all this is dealt with, we'll give it back to you. Have we actually had the conversation... Uh, I that we don't were supposed to have none with of this Kesia, is... which was the reason that she sort of nodded to us in the first place. Wasn't the whole point uh, that we were supposed to go off somewhere and have a conversation with his Kesia? That ship has sailed. The idea was to create a minor distraction to get the outsplinter goons out of the office. Yeah. So you could have a quick chat with her about the plight that they were facing, A-team style, you suspect. Yes. And also maybe set up some private space for you to deal with the item market that so, was that was all that was ever suggested okay so basically we're halfway through that episode where we had the setback <laughs> and now we now we've got to work out the rest of the episode which is where we you know where the a team then actually why don't we in the end. what about this for an idea why Possibly. don't we make a final stand in the casino try and take as many of them down as we can and then dimension door out if we get in trouble because the casino we might, we might actually take suffer quite a bit of damage from that. But we might be able to hold them off. Yeah, we might. We can barricade some of the windows. Be like some film. I don't know what film. That kind of talk is obviously she's she's off. I think exactly that kind of thing is what she's. Who she, feels like she's been drawn into I, a I still into don't a into why a, we can't into just, a okay. who's she with? Kesia. Is it her and Kesia leaving together? 
there are other staff as well. I think she's sort of snapping instructions to a rather bemused and nervous set of other staff about things like closing down the tables. Um, the cashier is trying to frantically lock away all of the proceeds and all of the chips, basically trying to kind of organize how to salvage what they can get. You get the sense from her that she had a problem when she had Cuthbert trying to take over her casino. But now she seems to have been drawn into some private grudge match <laughs> fight to the death with these four randoms who turned up. <laughs> Briefly, there was a spark of hope when you were talking to the Quasit. It looked like some kind of deal was going to be done. It looked like you were her saviors. But by the end of the conversation, partly or mostly because of Cuthbert's fragile ego, that all fell apart. And now it sounds to her like the forces of darkness are turning, <laughs> turning up any minute. Yeah. And you're saying things like, well, we can make a last stand here. <laughs> She's like, holy fuck. She doesn't look easily persuadable. All right, fair enough. Does she have somewhere she can go? I haven't thought that far ahead, she says. But hanging out with you for seems like an extremely dangerous thing to be doing. Yes. Can't you go and get the city watch and tell them a fight's going to kick off at the casino? She just looks at you. She says, the city watch? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No. Well, they're all in the, uh, owned by Cuthbert. You have absolutely no idea how any of this works, do you? <laughs> I, I think she's sort of... Go yeah, get the city she's, watch. She's, Nobody's going to take us alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Graham, how are you doing for spells? Yeah. Frantic departure. <laughs> These poor little You're hobbits good for just spells. kind of running for their lives. And basically, um, I used one fourth level spell how's I think buggy about. doing for spells i haven't used many spells i think i've raged once and i've got almost all my hit points i'm ready for a fight <laughs> well let's why don't we, why don't we go up to let's take him down to cuthbert's <laughs> at the very least that would be the last place they'll expect us i think so yeah i think so my only issue is i've got no fifth and no seventh fifth is wall of force but i can use a sixth for for that if i if we need one well, yeah. If all the um, if half of his goons are heading towards this casino, maybe the uh, it's not so well defended. Uh, yeah, I think you're making assumptions. It's going to be less defended than it would be normally. You hear a voice. Again, I think you're making assumptions. You think from out the front of the casino, cashier and so forth are long gone. Let's just yeah. say that as you've been working this out, that you have the building to yourselves. Apart <laughs> from the really pissed guy at the bar <laughs> where you first still arrived. <laughs> <laughs> who's yeah he has another look into his yeah. glass talking to the you taps at the, on the bar everybody's gone he's like oh, uh, helping, helping himself <laughs> to the tap <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a double i yeah. suppose i might as he's well now behind the bar <laughs> yeah rude not looking to. at the whiskey <laughs> yeah so he's fine but otherwise it's empty you hear a sort of cry from outside like oh my god um <sighs> probably ought to have a little look have then. a look yeah is there a window we can look out no but you can just pop out into the atrium and then look down the main staircase it's a great big wide broad kind of entrance mm. there's a, a city watchman out there he doesn't see you he's looking at the head on the spike he's with a companion she is looking up and down the street to try and work out what is going on and they're both hesitantly looking to the casino entrance but they both look like they would rather not get into it okay Local law enforcement, this is the first sign you've seen of the outside world taking proper notice. So what are we going to do? Are we going to go up to the outspinter's place? Are we going to hold out here or hide? What's the vote? 
I'm much less effective without my seventh and fifth level spells, I have to admit. But if we go there now, it'd probably be quite funny. It's more than 24 hours, isn't it, that we need to wait without being detected to get those back. Not quite 24 hours, but yeah. All right. I think the first thing to do is to just get out of here. I vote we go and try and take Cuthbert down. Yeah. Let's head over there. What's the first step in that Dimension journey? Dimension door somewhere so that... The first step is invisibility on the four of us, and then we'll walk out. I, okay. I think you keep no, the dimension fine. doors as a get out. Yeah. Well, get out if I could, invisibility. I think put the, put the tracked items in the bag of holding. That's the first yeah. step. We've done that. Yeah. Then the invisibility. Yeah, yeah done. Then, done. Yeah. Invisibility is the same. Is a fourth level spell for four of us. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a fifth level spell for four of us. Someone else can go in the bag of holding? How many can you do as fourth level for three? I can do a fourth level for three, yeah. Have you got more of those? Yes, I mean, it's also a dimension door. Mm. But it's concentration. But it's concentration. Dimension door is two spells, but invisibility is probably also two spells. Okay, I can do invisibility on myself. Can you? As what? Someone can go in the bag of holding. I can only do it second level. Is it from an item or something, or...? It's from, I think, uh, can't quite tell. Two dimension doors. No, it's a class. Two invisibilities. Oh, of course, it's a it's a trickster domain thing, isn't it? All right, invisibility. Yes, invisibility. I'm a fourth level spell on the three of us. Graham does it on himself, and we'll walk. Excellent. Yeah, walk you walk out. out. It's actually from a, yes. a, a feet trait thing. Right. Should we go? Should we take a? And you head north. Yeah. It's agree well, where we're going, go. so we. Um, well, we'll yeah. I mean, so, so, we'll take a circuitous so, uh, to the residence. Yes, that's that was the word. It's a quiet it? morning. It's the it's the day of rest. It's ought. None of these casinos are super busy, and this whole area is nowhere near like it would be. Looking you know, for a tail. Eight o'clock on looking a, for any on kind an of day evening mm-hmm. that we've been. Yeah. spots. You, you can walk way. straight past a couple of watchmen. Yep. That are outside the building, and you can walk straight past the local law enforcement doesn't seem to be any sort of coordinated response we want to you maybe be careful all. with any if we see any of cuthbert's goons because if you remember the guy with the green and gray eye seemed to be able to see through the smoke possibly he could also have something along the lines of sea invisibility so we should just keep an eye mr gray and mr green seemed like a different order of whatever yes. yeah you can walk through the crowd it doesn't take long before you're out in the main thoroughfare. Head up past the temple of tonge up past the yeah. past the arena between Lyard and Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Through the Temple District, past the Temple of the Deaf Watchmaker, Winds in Filler of Cupboards, Thump, Temple of Tonge. Turn right at the Temple of Thump. Where are you going? Eligos's hat. Where, where are you going? We're going past yeah, the 15 past Fingers, the... up past the Temple of Tonge, past the arena. Where's his house? The residence no, is up uh, there, right? So it's, it's at one o'clock. It's there, I see it. Yeah. So, so we're heading around that way, past the Cathedral of Ort. Okay, yes. so you're taking the long way around. Yeah, up to the re- yeah. up towards the residence yeah. that way. Into Old Bridgetown, then up towards the residence. It's lovely and sunny. Then we're going to case the joint. On seasonably warm spring day, it's a relaxed residential area. Tree-shaded streets, cats sleep on steps, dogs bark, people sit outside cafes. It's lovely, Old Bridgetown. You can make your way through into the warren of houses and buildings and squares and little cuts and paths that the resident sits in the middle of where you expect it to be there's a house it's um relatively modest more modest than you're expecting townhouse it's not detached it's got houses on either side it's got a quite a sort of modest frontage two stories 
looks like any other house, except that sitting on the steps, the stoop of this townhouse, is a chap who looks unlike all of the other people who are out and about, families and, you know, whatever. He's wearing a black cloak and hood, and you can see that he's wearing leather armour underneath it, and he's mm-hmm. armed, and he looks bored, and he's sitting on the steps, and he's very idly watching people go backwards and forwards who don't seem to be paying him any particular mind. He's not looking at you, so you don't know for certain whether or not he would be able to see you if he tried. What's around the back? It's two terraces of houses that back onto each other. There's a kind of little alley that runs in between the backs, and they look like they've got very small courtyard gardens. Do they have skylights or anything? Not that you can see. I'd Certainly not sweep over them from the uh, sweepstakes. Are you going to fly around a bit? Yeah. There's nothing particularly. There's a chimney or two, I think. Can we see any movement from inside? Are you going to walk past the front of the house with the guy sitting on the steps? Not necessarily. Describing this scene, as it were, you've, this is at the earliest point that you can properly make it out and identify it and make out the detail, but to really look in through the front window. What time of day is it and when does it get dark? Mid, mid-morning. Mid-mid-morning. It's mid-mid-morning. It gets dark when? Let's say about 7.30 in the evening this time of year. Maybe a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, Move what about the roof? To fly in, fly on top of the roof, get down the chimney or something. I've got clairvoyance. <laughs> One of the top windows. Well, I can basically. There's no movement from within. Up onto the roof. No movement from within. If this is the base of operations of an organisation that is meant to be actively hunting you down and sending the forces of destruction to visit awfulness upon you, there's absolutely no sign of that from what you're seeing. You can hear singing from the upstairs windows of the houses opposite and families are promenading maybe picking a nice spot for some brunch just wondering if any of the houses nearby look empty obviously there's a chance that that's the case let's say on a one to three running a d6 a house within four or five numbers looks either empty or closed up or right you get a general idea mm-hmm. yes within about four or five numbers either on the terrace of that this house is in or the, the terrace opposite there is a house that's all closed up. Shutters are closed. There's no sign of life. Okay. And does it overlook the Outspencer's house? Let's say it's on the other side of the street and it's close enough so that if you were in the front windows of this theoretically empty property, you would be able to see, observe the front of the residence. Why not? Since we're improvising most of this. And can we get into this house without being seen? You'd need somebody so to either... To play it out. Yeah. Right. Okay. If you give me an outline about how you might go about doing that, we can see whether or not we need to make dice rolls or if it's just a, you know, a done deal. My thinking is if being invisible and able to scale walls, I would feel like the first thing we'd do is sort of go once round the block, probably avoiding the guy, the guard guy. Yeah, so we we case the Um, area. We see this this house that's empty. Is it round the front, round the back? Where is it? You're in the street. Yeah, there's the left hand side of the street, odd numbers. There's the right hand side of the street, even numbers. Right. Yeah, the residence is let's say three houses up on your left. Mm-hmm. You can see the guy sitting on the steps. There's a house on your right. Looks like it's got no signs of life. Mm-hmm. Do the buildings have basements? Are there light wells or anything like that? You can't see any evidence of that. No. This is the problem I have with theatre of the mind. Right. So if we were to walk up to the door of this house, would we be overseen by the guard who is sitting outside the Outspencer's house? If we was to look to his right, yes. If somebody's sitting on the front step of a house and you walk up to the front door of a house on the other side of the street, three or four houses down, of course, somebody would be able to see you if they looked in your direction. It's through a back door. 
you might be able to go around the back let's assume that it's the same pattern these houses probably have little courtyard gardens and an alley running down the back yeah and well, i was thinking i'd do that go and that's perfectly possible there and have a look and see what's there find your way into the alley that runs along the back of the houses facing the residence yeah see if i can identify the house that looks locked up it all looks very quiet from the alley as well you could go up on tippy toes or kind of pop up and have a look over the little the low wall yeah anything in the it looks a little untended doesn't look like there's anybody about and there's no sign of any life from the back of that house assuming you've got the right house either the we're still currently invisible so around the back of the house we could just you're all completely invisible. Mm. Yeah. Jimmy opened Around the, the back door. of that house. Um, yeah. Break in. Yeah. Break in. So we will go around to the back of this house, invisible, break into the yeah. house. Yeah. Sort of Jimmy the Have door. A look around. It's empty. The furniture is covered with dust sheets. There's a silent long case clock, so you presume that nobody's wound it for a while. Maybe they're out of town for a while. Maybe they close this house up and only open it up again in the summer or something. But. It's relatively well-appointed. Looks like it's the home of a prosperous couple. You would guess they don't have any children because there's no nursery. There are no small bedrooms. There's just a single couple's bedroom. There's lots of quite well-picked art and objet decorating the house. Try and keep watch on the house. We want to case it for a little while, see what's going in and out. How wide is the street? Let's say it's the width of just the comfortably would take two carts passing each other. So how... And then a little verge, semi-paved, semi-grass verge area running in front of the houses. 30 feet? Yeah. Which which is the range of uh, Detect Magic. Mm. Yeah, if you include the front gardens, it's probably a bit more than 30 feet. There's no front gardens. Yeah, true. Flat front, no front gardens. Steps leading up to front doors. Detect Magic on this guy. Won't that end the invisibility? Or are we assuming that's ended now? It will end the invisibility, but we're inside the house, I assumed. And looking out the front... It's about five or six houses down on the other side of the street. Okay. So you're not 30 feet away from right. that guy. Okay, so I won't do that. Is there an upstairs? Yeah, it's a two-story house. And from from here, from the upstairs, will we get a good view over the... Yeah. So let's set up a stakeout then. Yes, and the day rolls forwards. Obviously, inside there's going to be more going on. I have a few things here. So I have this shadow thing, right? So if somebody... If we can bump somebody off i can disguise myself as one of them i can mm-hmm. steal their shadow and disguise myself we can dimension door i've got clairvoyance so i could cast clairvoyance inside the house but it's kind of fixed and it just gives you sound or vision how long will the invisibility continue to last it lasts an hour it's concentration because, i mean surely when we could wander around the back of the residence why we're still invisible that's what I thought we were going to do. Yeah, we Can't can. we just uh, do a silent spell and then break in the top floor? We could, we could use this house to observe the residents for a while, find out how many people yeah. seem to be in or out yeah. of there. Take a long rest. Yeah. All that good stuff. Okay, let's do that then. So we're doing a long, you know, a long rest, basically. Not necessarily, not... no. But I mean, once we've got a long rest, we can get out of here, can't we? I thought the idea was to flick some damage when they weren't expecting it. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's one of the things we need to decide. What do we want to achieve? I wouldn't mind just going in and just bashing stuff. What, go up to the front door, attack the guy in the front door? No, uh, maybe we can fly, walk up walls and whatever. I mean, if we're still invisible, surely we can sneak in through the back door and then see how far we get. Well, we could see how far we get fighting them and then do an exit. At least we've made made a point. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we should do that by first of all sneaking in through the back way, seeing how much of the place we can stake out from the inside using our invisibility until at such time as the invisibility either wears off or somebody, you know, somebody grey-green-eyed spots us and then the fight starts. I can do a silent spell. And then as Johnny says, we can... The problem with the silent spell, though, is that it's not very inclandestine, is it? Because somebody's going to notice they're in a silent spell and then they're going to go and cause the alarm, right? What's next? While we're still invisible, we're going to sneak in through the back door of the residence and start having a look around until such time as we get rumbled. As soon as we step through the door. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. would be my guess. But what uh, sort of time are you doing this? What we should have done. Sorry, I thought that was. I thought I was just announcing the agreed process. But the minute I do it, two people go, "Ooh, well, I don't think we wanted it." So, what is what is it it's that we want D&D to do? D and D planning, dear readers, you will recognise this <laughs> as the classic D and D planning session. Yeah. Okay, so what well, should we vote on it? I don't mind going in the back. I think maybe we could start from the top. As soon as you silent spell, just to stop the window being heard, you know, breaking. I think the back door probably has some alarm on it. Maybe not the window at the top. Okay, Mike. That's me. How long long does your invisibility last, Dan? It lasts for an hour. So you've had plenty of time to make this walk, get yourself into this observation post. That makes sense to me. It's good. Graham, what about you? What do you think? Let's say all of that has taken you half an hour. Maybe a little Um, longer. I don't know. I mean, yeah, we've decided to go for this, so we should commit or not. The question is not whether we go for it. The question is, in my head, is how, right? As soon as, you know, why don't we watch, magic on I the mean, back door. Clairvoyance Why don't we do in, some, in spend some time watching the house, see what goes on. I mean, the longer we rest, the more chance you have of getting your spells back. But once we've done a long I'm rest, we might as well that. bugger off. Well, we I'm saying, do that. third level spell, clairvoyance inside the front door, looking sure. into the house. But then your invisibility is going to disappear. Yeah, I mean, it's going to run out for time anyhow. You've got about 15 minutes of invisibility left. So I think the question is whether we want to attack while we're invisible or or do something longer. If you want to launch an attack while your invisibility is still running, you must do so right now. First thing we'll do is we will walk past the guard at the front of the house, invisible, and yeah. see if he notices us. He doesn't. He doesn't pay any attention to you. What level does he Are the windows <laughs> shut and curtained? Eighth, ninth? Mike? Uh, no, the cur- the windows are open at the front of the house. Uh, let me just have a quick check on my notes here. Okay, well, invisible, I'll fly past the first floor windows and have a peer in, front and back. Yeah, sure. Why don't you drop me yep. off inside the window? I can drop you off on the windowsill if you wish. I can scale the walls, walk round the house once. There are two windows on either side of the front door on the ground floor looking out to the street. And those two windows are echoed in the upper floor, but obviously there's no front door in the upper floor because then if you went out of it, you'd fall to your death. On a one to three, there's a fan light above the door and you can look through the little window at the top of the door down the hallway. There is, so you can also look down the hallway. Okay, so this is what you can see in your fly past the ground floor. Looking at the house from the front, two windows on the left-hand side of the front door look into a little dining room of sorts it looks relatively plain relatively modest it's not posh and whatever there's a a simple wooden table and six wooden chairs arranged around it and some bits and bobs laid out there's some fruit in a bowl there are some pastries that have been laid out any hostiles 
you see a woman wearing a black cloak very like the chap who is sitting on the steps outside walk in and pick up a pastry as you're flying past and start eating it and she looks a bit bored as she does so you can see just past her there's a little doorway that leads into obviously some sort of scullery and maybe some sort of kitchen area through the fan light you can see the hallway it runs up you can see that it's open to that dining room on the left so sort of open planish. there's a very lovely looking carpet leads up to a rug in the middle on the rug in the middle there is a cat asleep and running towards the front door and stopped at the last minute by a person that steps out from the right hand side we'll talk about where they've stepped from when you look through the right hand windows is a little toddler five or six year old a little girl who is chasing a ball that she has been trying to tempt the cat with into playing and she starts laughing as this figure it's a woman in middle age grabs her by the back of her dress to stop her running any further she starts laughing as she's picked up and the two of them start laughing together and you pass along the right hand side so past the front door looking through the window set into the right hand side of the front of the house you're looking into a very nicely appointed little front room with a some sort of sofa or couch and a couple of armchairs and a rather lovely carpet but it's not super smart it's not super rich or kind of high status asleep on the couch there is a chap he's in his 30s he's human playing on the rug in front of him is a little boy and then running round into the room is another kid and you can hear kind of laughter and he was woken up by the kid as you're passing by on the other side of the room you can see a couple of bookshelves do we know from what we know of the outspinsters who these kids might be absolutely no there's nothing that references back to your understanding so there's just a front for the outspinster base in the subterranean chambers below are you going to try and do a zoom past the upper windows yes yeah i can try that you got your wings are flying haven't you no but i can walk up vertical services without oh okay so you're walking up the outside of the house yeah. invisible peering in through the windows yes. it's not in the least bit creepy no, on the, the two windows I, mean, I wouldn't do it if i wasn't invisible nope that's even creepier <laughs> the two uh <laughs> the two windows on the left hand side of the front door upstairs looking to a much larger room it looks like where the hall is downstairs and that room at the front of the left that's all one big open space there is a table with some looks like a sampler on it right for embroidery and a chair sitting there there's a mug of some sort of hot liquid because you can see the steam rising from it there's a carpet and there's a double bed with a sheepskin on it there are multiple bookshelves and there is a tin or iron bath you can just make out the edge of it as you pass the windows there's nobody in there don't feel right this looks a little bit more male and a little bit more elderly there's a pair of glasses on the table beside the bed and a book left open folded open so with its spine up to mark the place there's also a tin bath there's a fireplace not currently lit there's a table and chairs it looks like they're effectively bought from the same shop or made by the same craftsman as the as the furniture in the other room you just looked at and you can see past that you can see doors that look like they lead further into the building and then you zoom on what about the back windows there are no windows downstairs there is a courtyard garden that takes up the north eastern quarter of the footprint of the building with a bench some plants in pots that relatively healthy and well tended there's a little gate that leads out into the back alley and then there is a door that leads into the interior but no windows that look in on the ground floor upstairs there are no windows at the back which is are they bricked up or no there's just no windows oh, okay a bit weird is there anything on the roof 
upon the room. Skylights or anything like that? No skylights. There is a chimney on the party wall that joins this house to the house on its left. And listen down the chimney. Okay, you're walking up and looking down the chimney like a kind of yeah. weird, creepy Santa. Yeah. <laughs> well, and listen, well, I'll head. stick my ear to the chimney and see if I can't hear anything. Give me a perception check. First dice roll of the evening. 19. You can hear the sound of a ticking clock. <laughs> no conversation, though, really. No. You would have thought that that chimney leads down to a fireplace in the larger bedroom that you just looked at when you were flying past the upstairs windows. There's only one chimney stack in the whole house. No, there's one towards the back as well. We'll go and listen there, then. Back quadrant, back left. That one has got smoke issuing from it. You can hear the sound of somebody moving around pots and pans, the sound of somebody clearing up or cooking in a kitchen. Okay. Any chit-chat? Yes. There are two voices talking about how the kids are being difficult and really was it a good idea to go out for lunch because they've got plenty of perfectly good food to be eating in the house. Okay. This doesn't really sound very like No, the I think these I think the people outside, the guards, are just they're just guards, security guards for a rich family. I don't think this is the Ouchbinter place. This is definitely the residence. This is definitely the famously known residence, the base of the Ouchbinters. Right. You haven't made a mistake on the address. It's possible they do their sinister business from somewhere else, or from the cellar, or a room that we can't yeah. see. Or from the rooms that have got no windows. Yeah. Anyway, what's next? Okay. How long have we got, roughly, on the old invisibility? Let's say you've burnt another five minutes pootling about doing this. You've got ten minutes left. Okay. Perception check all around the building. Are there any sort of, like... I mean, I'm assuming there's sort of walls around the building and any kind of sort of suspicious or interesting looking back secret entrances. You don't need you don't need to make a perception check. It's just exactly like all of the other houses in the street. Right. Okay. Well, Graham, can you do stone shape and go in the make a hole in the back? Yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, cast a spell, no more invisibility, but stone shape is an option. There's a door in the back. There's a wall to the garden and a gate that leads from the alley in the back into the... It's a paved... It might be alarmed. Garden. Or That's a different question. Now that we've seen it, we can obviously dimension door into any of those rooms that we can see. Right, so well, what I think we, we either go decide to, this, to do... Go back to yeah. this abandoned house, do clairvoyance. Was that your idea, Dan? Well... I'm asking it, Dan. That's the thing, isn't it? It's, the, the question is... <laughs> the question is whether we're going to learn... I mean, is it, as soon as we do anything to this house, it's all going to go wrong. Whatever course of action we choose is going to be the wrong one. Yeah. It could be that this house we is not as actually As much time it. as possible doing not very much indeed at all. <laughs> and then I think maybe we need wrong. to think about what we want to achieve. Well, that's the thing. Is it, even if we just attack the house, even if we just go in the house and talk to the children and play with the children for a little bit and then leave, it sends a message to Cuthbert. Yeah, it's mm. sending a message. That's what we want to do. The... You know, he's not right. necessarily safe, so he shouldn't mess with us. Maybe we can renegotiate. If we don't attack now while we're invisible, the moment will be lost and we'll be doing a long rest, in which case you might as well go back to... <laughs> Dimension door into the house, slaughter the women and the children, and then, <laughs> and then leave. I didn't say I'm that. I'm just going to show you a map of what you've seen of the house so far. On the left, you've got the ground floor. On the right, you've got the upper floor. On the left, you can see the hallway that leads up to a circular carpet. That circular carpet is the carpet the cat was asleep on. On the left, you can see the dining room. There's a door at the back of there that leads into what looks like a kitchen scullery thing. I can 
reveal that to you later if you want but I mean there's nothing particularly fascinating on the right that's the parlour with the gentleman asleep on the sofa and the other kid playing on the carpet oh, and then upstairs you've got two bedrooms what are we going to do then dimension door in oh and at uh, the top there on the ground floor you can see the courtyard garden and the door on the right that leads into the rest of the house I reckon there's be something underground yeah if we dimension door in it all kicks off yeah either that or nothing happens and it's all a big kind of let's dimension well, door I in guess and let's kick it off where we want the door in will end the invisibility yeah. right mm. yeah but we need enough spells to be able to dimension door out I can dimension door out I can dimension door in and out I've got two fourth level spells left I mean this is it it's like I'm pretty low on spells I can fight though what do you want to do I'm for going in you could drop me off yeah, through the window and I'll just work my way down the stairs if you want to save a dimension door. In fact, couldn't we all work our way down drop the top window? Is it open? It's open. There's nobody up there. We're still invisible. Get in at the top. So I want to do a detect magic on the wherever we try and go in. Mm-hmm. But that makes me visible. Well, if we do go in the top, we can start detecting magic on those bedrooms. Nobody can do the spell, can they? What spell? time stop the detect magic if you're subject to the spell and you cast a spell you become visible correct does everybody become no. i know we asked this no. the other day no it's if the you cast no yeah got it does it end it for everybody i suppose it's concentration so if i did another invisibility it would end it for everybody mm-hmm. okay was anybody okay with going in through the top window yeah i can do that can you drop me off sessions i can drop you off but you can only carry one person right at a time yeah the back door is not overlooked, right? No, you would have thought not. Let's assume the houses all work to a pattern, then there are no rear windows to this property, then there are no rear windows to the property that backs onto it. All right, go around the back, down the alley, invisible. All of you. There's a gate, is there? There's a gate into the alley that lets you get into the garden, otherwise the garden would only be accessible from that. So house. what's this? That's the door into the house. Okay, so the house goes quite a long way further back than... Yes. So this is where all the exactly gubbins right. will be. And there's more likely to be a, some security thing on the back door. Up to the back gate. Detect magic on it. It's not magical. Is it locked? No, it's just a, it's got a um, Tony Letch handle. And as far as we've seen, there's nobody in that back garden. No, you just flew down the alley. I can presume that one of you popped far enough up to establish that there's nobody in there. There's no windows overlooking the garden. There's just a door. Okay, so open the back gate. It swings open, it's not silent, but do you want to make a stealth check? It's not bad. Okay. Detect magic still running. There's no magic radiating, including the back door. No, nothing. Okay, so up to the back door, I will signal to the rest of my crew, who I imagine around here somewhere, because mm-hmm. they're all still invisible, that there's no magic on the back door. The double doors, it's double back French doors. doors, but there is a curtain behind those doors and the curtain is closed the doors open towards you you think you can't see into whatever is behind those doors but there's no magic you can hear the laughter of children gurgling through the house then i will go up to the back door there's a keyhole there you don't know if they're locked they've got glass paneling in them i'm tempted to spend 10 minutes casting clairvoyance into the room but that's probably a little bit bit much you've got three invisible oh no everybody's visible right Apart Why? From sessions. No. no, only I'm visible. I'm still invisible. Oh uh, no, um, no! I yeah. think everyone's everyone's visible because it's a concentration. Detect magic is concentration. Apart from yes. sessions. Apart from sessions, sessions is still invisible. 
Yeah. Where are we going to put our figures on the thing? Yeah, let's put your minis out in the guard now that you're visible. Sessions, I'm not sure where to place you exactly. You're on the broom, and I don't know if you're actually in the garden. I'll be above the wall height so I can see in, but just outside the garden. Okay. Right. Then what? Graham, what do you think? I think we just go in. Fuck it. Uh, as long as we retain the dimension door to run away. Yeah. Well, I think we just need to agree where our fallback place is. Well, in our safe house, as in the derelict house across the street. Oh, right. Really close. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, we could uh, definitely. That's an option. How many dimension doors have you got? Two. Yeah, I've got two. So we could dimension well, two or there. level. I mean, you can. Yeah, I've got one sixth level, which is an Otto's irresistible dance or a wall of force. But we don't need to attack anyone. We can just wander around until we get challenged. <laughs> Bit odd, isn't it? Well, we could wander in, just leave a message. You know, nice place, been here, had a look round. Yeah. We kind of want to know where Cuthbert is, don't we? I mean, so either this is just a distraction, or there's something underground. There's, there's or something. the back rooms. It's quite big from what I could see. It seems all very domestic, though, doesn't it? It's like a, it's, the Godfather's house, isn't it? Yeah, or Tony Soprano's house. It's just a house, yes. you know? Yes. Yeah, that's right. They have their hideaways somewhere else. Or not hideaways. Well, they don't, they? because they just no, they have converse, the, the, don't you? You don't casino bar thing, don't they? Where they oh, play cards know. and all that kind of stuff. What are we doing? You're going to open the back doors. Go so in and wander around until we get noticed. Okay. Well, do you want me to go at the front, frontline fighter? Yeah, you go and open the back door. Yeah. Is the door locked? Try and open the door. I'll follow Buggy. It's a turny latch handle. Parker, you're standing right up behind Buggy. Right up. Right up. Buggy yep. is standing on tiptoes, reaching up, grabbing the door handle. You're swinging the doors towards you? Yeah, gently, quietly. Make a stealth check. Natural one, so I'm rolling again because I'm a hobbit. But it yes. does kind of make me think I should get a few bad dose rolls out. <laughs> okay, so I'll just do a couple of rolls, sorry. Okay, a couple of... Oh, another one. Oh, another yeah, one. That was a good well, call. And then again, You'd bad dose. Roll that again. Oh, shit. Oops. 18, oh dear. 12, well, you never know. 17, decent roll. Yeah, 12, also good. Yeah, yeah, 13, right, perfectly um, respectable. Yeah, yeah, 4, oh, Okay, 6, right now I'll do good. the dice roll. 20. Natural 20. Well, the, system See, the system works. works. Okay, the system does soundlessly open the door. Hello, is anybody there? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you opening the door? Are you swinging it open? Delivery. Quietly, yeah, and having a peek. You just gradually until I see well there's a curtain <laughs> on the other side of it you'd have to draw the curtain to one side to look this in okay, well, I'll be doing that quite, I'm doing that as part of the quiet but you said on the other Peering side hearing into the darkness behind it what do you see well I'm not going to tell you now we're going to find out uh, what you can see when you peer into the house uh, and we pick things up next week Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Prince of Red Hand and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Prince of Red Hand was written by Richard Pett. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.